Hey, it's Coley, and you're listening to Still With You. Hey everyone, welcome to Still With You. I am so thankful that you took time out of your day to listen to the podcast. It means the world to me. If you've been following the show at all, you'll notice sometimes I will throw in my friend Sarah's name like, oh yeah, Sarah does that, or I'm doing this with Sarah. Well, today it is my great pleasure to introduce to you this mysterious friend of mine. Her name is Sarah Tarango, and she is an elementary school teacher. She has a passion for education and being a positive role model. Her story includes some heartbreak and a whole lot of overcoming. I love how she expresses herself. She is one that you can't help but love being around. This interview with her is long overdue, but it's actually a little bit timely. But for now, please soak up the wisdom and enjoy my hilarious, beautiful, funny friend. Did I just use two adjectives that mean the same thing? Yes, I did. My friend, Sarah Tarango. Before we get this started, I want to tell everyone how we actually are supposed to say your name. Oh, I can't though. <laughs> so it's everyone amazing. says Sarah Tarango. Sarah Tarango. We are actually pronouncing it the correct way. It's Sarah Tarango. <laughs> <laughs> correct? You're supposed to roll the R, technically speaking. But I don't even like to say it right because I can't roll my arm. It's very embarrassing. But tarango. And you're Hispanic, so you need to work on that. (laughs) Well, talk to my mom. She's very white. And I got all of that in me. One of the first times we were hanging out, I got in your car and you had the Selena soundtrack. And I was like, (laughs) who is this girl? Like, yes. I represent. You gotta have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was, I was like, I love that movie so much. Mm -hmm. So you are originally from El Paso? El Paso. Well, technically speaking, I'm from California. But yes. I lived most of my life in El Paso. So you have an accent that's like a mix of everything. You lived in California, lived in Texas, and then you went to college in Mississippi. And I'm going to have to be careful on this podcast because, like, I'm going to tell your life story for you. I'm not careful. (laughs) Just do it. No, because i got to ask some questions. You think I have an accent? I know. I said I don't think you have an accent. You have a mix of everything. Something. When I first moved here, I was talking to, like, the, what is it? When you turn on the electricity and she's like, where are you from? Your voice is very weird. You sound like you're from the South because you said y'all, but then also you have something else. There has been sometimes where you do sound like you can tell like the Hispanic influence, like Spanish influence. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, but... I love that when it comes out. It doesn't come out often. Good. At least you have an accent. I don't have one at all. I'm a Midwesterner. (laughs) Let the people decide. The people will decide. (laughs) What do I sound like? What do you think? What do you think her voice is? Like, what part of the country or out of the country, I guess? I really do like to embrace my Spanish culture, though. I don't know how to, but I like like to embrace it. Well, you were killing it with the hip rolls tonight at Zumba. (laughs) This girl is a Zumba queen. I had no idea until tonight when I took my first Zumba class. You were great. You were I was embarrassing and <laughs> stiff and horrible. You were over there, like, that hip rolling it, like, popping. First like, time. Like, for the first time, you didn't give up. You didn't fall. I killed it in the, nice. in the stretches at the end. <laughs> you were so good at stretching. <laughs> what is it? Like, that 
Yeah, I was I was killing it at that because the I was like, yoga poses. You had that is like the triangle. Your arms. It's embarrassing. You did good so form. good form. You did so good though. Like ah, yeah, uh, it takes a lot of quick footwork. But you're actually training to become and a Zumba training. coach. Not coach. It's, Zumba instructor. Yeah, it's a it's a goal of mine in life to become a Zumba instructor. It's how I got fit in college, and I just fell in love with it. Once I get healthy enough, I would love to teach him. It's going to happen. It will happen. I hope so. I, halfway through the lesson, I stopped watching the instructor <laughs> and started watching you because you knew his, you knew the routine more than she did and you had a like better posture and form. No. Not if she listens to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm oh, man. She doesn't listen to this. I send this to her because we mentioned her. Now you I You did can't. have a friend there, so I feel like... <laughs> sorry. You were good. Tell me a little bit about... You lived in El Paso. You're now in Pensacola. Get me from point A to point B. I've never pictured myself here. I mean, Florida for me was just like not like I dreamed of like maybe visiting here, let alone like living here. I was very shy, very quiet, still am. I like to be in the background and I like to I like to be comfortable. That just was not the plan that God had for me. I mean, Man, one of the main reasons why I'm here is probably my sister. So she decided to leave to go to college in Nashville because she wanted to be in the music business. Well, she wanted to work in the music business. Didn't work out, but it's all cool. It's a long way from El Paso to yeah, Nashville. Yeah, it is. Definitely. <laughs> and so we take road trips to drive her to school. And we went through Mississippi and Alabama and the whole huge state of Texas and I saw how happy she was because just she was living like a TV show, like just <laughs> like people would just go off and go to college, and she's just do these like, brave things, so many brave things, and just she's just I would talk to her in Skype. Can I do that? Like, can I do that? And I and how old were you in this point in your life when you saw her doing those things? Like how like were how long ago was it? I guess. Um, so I was going to community college, so I was probably, like, 20, 20 years old when she left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I was just happy with community college. I was happy with just staying where I was. I had a job. I had, you know, a place where I didn't have to pay rent. I had a mom who was making me food. Yes, that's know, the life. That yeah. The life. I miss my but, mom cooking oh, so much. <laughs> There's nothing like it. There's yeah. nothing like having someone cook for you. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I could have stayed there my whole life. I could have. In El Paso. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I had friends, but I felt I was stuck. I was just, I knew I wasn't growing at all. On one of the trips, we went through Mississippi and there were trees and it was, everyone we met was very nice. Mm-hmm. When we got back, I'm just like, I just Googled colleges in Mississippi <laughs> And Mississippi College popped up. I looked around at their website, and I'm just like, hey, Mom, I think I'm going to go to this school. And she's like, cool. Wait, how long did it take you to decide? You you can say I put, I popped up Google and looked, but are we talking 15 minutes? Are we talking 15 days? Like, how, mm-hmm. how long did it take to find that, figure that out? I'm a pretty, like, quick decision maker. Like, when I see something, I pretty much decided right then, like, hey, I'm probably going to go here. I applied there, and I applied to Baylor, and that's and I applied to school in Kentucky. Interesting. The Mississippi one. I just loved it. I just, me and my, my mom took me 
on trip there and I fell in love with it like instantly. And so you completed your bachelor's degree there. Mm-hmm. Your bachelor's degree there in teaching? Yep. I was there for three years. It was sorority girl. <laughs> she was a sorority it's a girl. Christian University, so <laughs> you, that's the main reason why I made friends there because I'm not the type of person that just goes to class and is, and is like, "Hey, how's it going?" And so, like, when you go to like you join the social tribe, which is what it was called, but you just like built in friendship. First nights of rush, you're like with these girls every single night for like four weeks. Honestly, that sounds so much fun, truthfully. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've seen some of your pictures on Facebook from there, and like it looks like a lot of fun. That school mostly is made up of tribes and social clubs, and they put on events, and you have things to go to. Yeah. And free food. Another great thing about college. We don't get that anymore here. <laughs> we have to pay for our own everything. Food. I never got free food in college, though. I went to oh. community college, so oh, yeah. There was like one day a year where they would give out free hot dogs and called the picnic. <laughs> and like, not to hate on MACC, like they were so good, but hot dogs. That was they did not offer us a lot of free food. <laughs> that would have been so much fun to have. You graduate, and then what happens next? Even though I know this story, but tell everyone what happened next after that. So they had a job fair. I was kind of set on leaving Mississippi. I felt like I'd gotten all that I needed or wanted out of it. There was Escambia County School District, which is here in Pensacola. It was the only school district that wasn't in Mississippi, which they really need to work on because you know, yeah. not everyone wants to stay in the same state. That was, wait, that was the only school? The only school outside of Mississippi. Every single That's one of them. So like, bizarre. Alabama's not that far away. Like, why couldn't you even have Alabama? Or miss or Tennessee, it's like three hours up because God put it there for you, I Sarah. I <laughs> like I the next went. year, they probably were like Alabama rolled in, roll tide and all. You know, like but... hey, the whole country on there. <laughs> exactly. But I don't know if you've ever seen Escambia County's like brochure. There is the beach on the cover, like it's like pristine water. Like you wouldn't even know, like it's like for like like the school district. It's just like lies. <laughs> So I just grabbed it, and I'm just like, yeah, right. I've never been to Pensacola. <laughs> Actually, at that point, had I been there? I don't know. I don't know. I probably had been there, passed yeah. through. And I'm like, this is just ridiculous. I don't know why I'm it's grabbing like a this. resort. <laughs> I'm just going to pick it up so I can, like, maybe frame it on my wall for, like, art or something. I don't know. I guess I was talking to my sister or something, and they're just like, or I was talking to somebody, and they're just like, just apply. What's going to happen? Like, I applied and nobody wrote me back, which is a trend in my life, apparently. At the job fair, like, somebody who works for the school district was there and she gave me her card. And so I'm like, well, I might as well take a shot and email her. And so I emailed her and she's like, I have the perfect school for you. Oakhurst Elementary, here is the principal's information. Here's her phone number. And then she'd already like, CC'd the principal. And you're at the job fair when this happened? No, I he, yeah, he emailed oh, her. Oh, you emailed? Okay, like, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. I sometimes Weeks I later or something. Yeah. And so the principal emailed me, mm-hmm. and she's like, yep, you can't come down here? Cool, we'll set up a Skype interview. Like, she was oh so, like... They needed accommodating to, yeah. to me. Wow, so she only needed me. We had a Skype interview. She called me like maybe fifteen minutes after the interview, and she's like, "You have the job," and I'm like, "What?" That is amazing. <laughs> and then here I am. 
Yeah. So, like, how long did it take you to move down here? I moved in July of that summer. Two a year and a half ago? No. How long have I been? Was it 2016? Yes. Yes. Which we is so the same, same year. year. Same year, almost the same month. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, you moved here July 2016, and mm-hmm. I moved here in August of 2016. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. I've actually subbed for you. Yes in your classroom before for those of you who don't know sarah's job is not easy (laughs) her school is um how do we say it tactfully just like low kind of low income low income yeah the kids at our school have very very hard home lives most of them single parents most of them their parents just they they're not really that involved unfortunately and so when they come to school they don't care because nobody Nobody else really cares. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough place. Yeah. But I love it. And that's what I'm amazed at. <laughs> that I subbed there for one day, came home exhausted, exhausted. Yep. Just from everything, kind of, you know. You do it five days a week. <laughs> Even including your weekends sometimes, because I know there's events, and I know you're planning for the, the weeks to come. Week. Oh, yeah. And... At the same time, like, I've also subbed at this school when I'm not subbing for you and I see you with your students, and in a way, you're like their mom. (laughs) Like, you are the loving figure that they don't always have. I hope to be. That's the... you are. Like... That's the... That's what I want to be as... That's what I want the environment of my classroom to be. Like, I want it to be their home. I want them to feel safe. I want them to feel loved. We've had a lot of visitors, like other kids coming into our class these past couple weeks just because it's the end of the year and everyone's lost their minds and like they come in and they try to act you know how they've been acting in their class and I'm like you can come in here that's fine but these kids feel safe in here so if you're not gonna help them feel safe and if you're gonna disrupt that then you're not gonna be allowed to be in here I want them to feel loved at the end of the day at the end of the year at the end of everything if that's the only thing that they got out of this whole thing that would stink because you know I've been teaching a lot (laughs) but they only got hey she loved me it'll be okay wow I mean but you have consistently told me that you feel called to work Mm -hmm. at schools such as Oakcrest. Yes. It's it's not for everyone. And it just breaks my heart to know that the worst teachers usually are at these schools. And the teachers there hate their jobs. Which in turn, the kids hate being there. And it's just, it's it's just not just fair. It's not fair for these kids to, to go home to a horrible thing. And then to have to come to school for a horrible thing. Like at least I can give them a good school experience. Just so everyone can kind of maybe understand, like, also, as we're saying, like, home life experience, this is, I will not say names, but I had one student when I was subbing there, he had a empty Gatorade bottle, and I've told you this story, but mm-hmm. he had an empty Gatorade bottle, and I said, hey, I'm walking by the trash can, I can throw that away for you, and he said, no, I'm actually going to take that home with me, because we don't have a lot of cups, cups in oh, the yeah. house, and that broke my heart, yeah. and... That was one moment. I can't even imagine um, how many moments you've had like that. And I'm just so thankful that there's someone in the school district that is, like, bringing the love of Jesus to them. That's genuinely what you are, though you can't really say the name of Jesus. Like, you, they absolutely feel that. 
I know they do. They have to because you have the Holy Spirit. Like, thank you for doing that because like, you're reaching people that I could never reach. Although when I did sub for your class, I led them in yoga. You did. So. You did. <laughs> I they put on want some you to visit all the time. <laughs> so I brought them the joy of dance. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, seriously, I think that's amazing. And you weren't, from what you've told me, is that you weren't always... I mean, it was within you, but you always weren't using this braver side of yourself. No, not at all. Never, never, ever, 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 ever. And it's just, it's just been God this whole time just showing me that I'm much stronger than I thought I was. Just much, I can accomplish much more than I ever thought I could. And it's just been incredible to just let it all go and just to see what life can be when you actually do it go. What would you tell a former version of yourself? I think there's so much power in getting away from your hometown. Yeah. Even if it's just like a, a month. We're just, we just want to be comfortable. And I get it. I want to be comfortable too. But you can't really say you trust in God fully when you're at the same job every single day. You're with your mom every single day. You're with your same friends every single day. I feel like it's just you experience a different kind of faith when you step out. Yeah, Nikki Howard was actually talking about that on on episode 7 of the podcast that she was talking about how sometimes routine like literally does not leave enough room for the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to move and so when you break that like you're you're breaking up the shell for more encounter mm-hmm. to build trust mm-hmm. why trust somebody when everything's already figured out well you're braver than I am because you came oh, down by yourself so brave too whatever no you came down by yourself I had Chris with me I had still a dog everyone too <laughs> I was fully like I wasn't fully equipped, but I would say that I was... I, did, I had someone who had my back, you know? You had to do it by yourself. But also, you, I mean, you say I'm brave, but, like, you truly do, are exuding, like, all of these brave qualities because you come here, you take a new job, you take a difficult job, and then this past year, your apartment floods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you essentially lost everything. Yeah, it's a bit... So can you tell that story? It's been the hardest year of my life i was set on leaving it like we've said it's a very hard job in pensacola it's a very very hard job you are a mother to 15 kids and you pour into them all day long and they hug you and they say you're great but they don't pour back into you Mm -hmm. they can't give you all the stuff that you're giving into them and so i come home and I've made some great friends, but y'all aren't y'all aren't here every single day. Yeah. And there's no way for me to talk to everyone every single day because it's exhausting and I just want to go to sleep. Yep. <laughs> and so I was set on leaving and going to live with my sister in Nashville because, again, she's going to be so excited we're talking about her. <laughs> um she's she's i talk to her every day anyways and so i just you guys are super close like you could have your own like tv show close or that we're actually the same person so it wouldn't be that interesting (laughs) but uh (laughs) the joy of you two together is entertaining though for sure so much and so i was i'm ready i was ready to go i had decided last march no probably last january um that i was just gonna leave i was gonna i told the principal I was leaving I told you know a lot of people I was leaving and everyone was supporting me I was in the small group before with the great Tiffany and just the girls in it they're just 
they're just amazing just like they are now the, my co-workers are just so amazing I have a mentored teacher there who just took me under her wing and just she wasn't just about her succeeding it was about all of us succeeding and she could see and anytime I had a question she was just like she would just stop whatever she was doing and just help me right away and so I was just like you know, mm-hmm. I want to go. I love my sister so much. She's just so great. But I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't done here. I felt like God had had something else for me to accomplish here before I left. And so I had to tell everyone else I wasn't leaving. Um, the principal was very excited. Like, well, that made me feel good. I ended up moving in the same apartment complex, but just across to a different apartment. And I'd moved all my stuff, and summer came, and I'm like, well, might as well go home, you know, go back teacher to life, yeah. teacher life, you get the whole thing off. And so I left, everything was set up, it was perfect, it was clean, and I was there for a month. I was in El Paso for a month, then I got a call from the apartment complex telling me my apartment had flooded, and I'm like, well, I don't feel like it's been raining or anything, and they're like, um the ice maker broke like they didn't give me that much information they're just like it flooded and so i'm just like what does that mean like is everything gone they're like it flooded i wasn't in a hurry to come back i didn't really want to know the damage and so it took me like a week to finally get here yeah, because you drove. I drove back. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I remember getting the text messages of when you were leaving, how far yeah. you were, because we were checking in on you, but yeah. Yep, so it was a long, 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 long drive. I went from El Paso to San Antonio, and then even even stayed in San Antonio for a couple extra days, because I was just dreading coming back. Yeah, like, what were you thinking on that drive home? I was just scared. I was just scared of what I was going to come to. I didn't know, like, how to start over. I'm a teacher. I don't have an extra $3,000 to buy everything. I didn't know how insurance works. I wasn't exactly sure if I had insurance. Hashtag adulting. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Hashtag blessed. Um, Again, I was coming back, and I was going to have to do it by myself. I mean, I, I could have called somebody, and that's me being stubborn. So I just came, and I went to the office, and then she, the lady in there walked with me to go look at it, and I just walked in, and I don't know how I didn't start crying. I think it was just probably because she was there, and I just don't like to cry in front of strangers, but, like, there was just mold on everything. And I think the hardest thing was, like my mom had bought those things like the things on the wall and my dad had helped set it up and like even that apartment like somebody like my Pensacola family had helped me set that yeah. thing up and so it was just all gone it was um, all gone it was all gone i saved some forks and some spoons and a pan I care less about this. (laughs) And actually, luckily, I packed really, really heavy. And so, like, my favorite clothes were saved. So that's good, you know. Luckily, you know, they had set another apartment up for me. It didn't have anything in it. But, I mean, I had somewhere to stay. And I did eventually get, you know, a good amount. Not exactly how much I lost, but a good amount of money. So I was able to start over. But I think the hardest thing was, you know... All that stuff was from people who I loved and who it just feel like this apartment. It's getting there, but it's mostly just stuff I bought. And so it doesn't have those like special characteristics. And it's, oh, it was just a hard year. 
And it's just, I didn't understand why, why God would do that. Like, I felt like he wanted me to stay here. And he wanted me to do this. And he wanted, and then just have it all go away. It was just, it was really hard to understand. I mean, I understand it now. But why do you think he did it? I don't think I was fully trusting God then. Even though I did, you know, move here and I got back into the routine. I got back into the comfort. Me and God's relationship is just so much stronger now because I had nothing. I had... As in literally when we had our first, like, small group, we sat on the floor. floor, We sat on the floor because there was no couch. couch. It was actually really comfy, though, and we bonded, like, so much You were so happy about this carpet. I don't understand why you love this. Because I don't have carpet at my house. Like, I have it upstairs, but, I mean, in a living room, I want to, like, sprawl out. So I've, like, laid on this carpet so many times, loving it. You never sit on the couch. I'm like, it's there for sitting. Even now I that we, so even now that I have a couch, you will not sit on your it. couch. Is so fly. Like honestly, like you totally. I didn't oh see the couch gosh. beforehand. I was again just comfortable, and God wanted me to just know that it's not about the things, it's not about the people, it's not about anything. It's just about me and Him. And once that's good, everything else is gonna be good too. I didn't have a couch. It was good. I didn't have... I did have clothes. I didn't have, you know, things on the wall. It was good. My mom still loved me. My You didn't family, have blankets. I had to I bring you blankets. You remember? Bring blankets. Yeah. You know I, that, That's not normal. Normal you, people do not react that way. According to the world standards, like, that is not how someone reacts. In fact, I probably would have broke one more thing. <laughs> I probably would have thrown something or something that... <laughs> I would have, like been so angry and not understanding how I could feel like I'm being so faithful to the Lord and pull out my little flip book of all the good things that I've done I mean like why God like why I feel like it's what we've been learning through this Jenny Allen study that we're doing now but it's that there's a lot of things that are born out of pain no yes like that's there's so much beauty that comes from pain not saying that pain's from God because I mean but he can use it oh yeah things he uses is so weird it's it so weird he he just had a different plan for me and i've been blessed abundantly out of all of it and i don't regret staying i think in the beginning i did i'm just like why in the world am i still here but there's just so many people in my life and i think that's why i i stayed so so strong you and my sister and my mom and my dad they just tiffany they just wouldn't let me stay down when you surround yourself with people that aren't going to be like, oh. I mean, yes, they're like, hey, this sucks, but hey, I got your back. You were one of my first friends here, and you've been one of my closest friends through it all. I honestly don't know what I would have done, of course, with Tiffany, but I mean, like, I don't know what I would have done without you two, because you made me feel human again, like, not having to to talk to people who are kind of above my age, like, we're you know, you're, we're kind of in the same season of, like, we're in our young 20s, and we're both trying to figure it out with our career, and you're in teaching, and I'm looking into going into teaching. You're outdoorsy, and, <laughs> like, we went kayaking together. Like, that was fun. Like, and you, like, yeah, I was, like, love Spanish. Oh, we're gonna get to that. But, um, you, like, it was something that, you know, you say how God is so weird, and how he works. I feel like he... I reap the blessings of you being able to stay mm-hmm. because you were, uh, you're a friend to all, but you were a really good and still are a very good friend to me, even mm-hmm. when I am a little crazy for real. Who's not though? No, I mean my my nervous like fidgets and everything, <laughs> and all of my 
times that I come like flying into your house every Monday and I'm like on halfway on the phone, halfway getting my shoes off, like setting up and being like, How do you think tonight's gonna go? Do you think it's gonna go good? Like 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 talking crazy and you always like put up with my crazy. Yeah. We need we both need each other and God yeah. knew it. Yeah, knew definitely. It. You like encouraged me so much though, because I don't know I, I just I don't I don't think I would have handled that the same way. Like I'm so glad that somebody's gonna hear that because that story has been like welling up mm. and it needs to be like shared because not a lot of people know that about you, I feel. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been I'm very good at like like surface level encouragement. Like you can do this, like I did that. But then not getting into, like, hey, you know, actually, I also suffer from that, too. Like, one time, this, 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 this. And so I really want to just be more open with my story. So yeah. thank you for this opportunity. No problem. Like, I'm so thankful for you being willing to do it because I feel like people need to hear it. How is it ever going to glorify God if we don't yeah. talk about it? I know. Which, it's not always easy to talk about it because it's painful and... You know me, I do not like pain mm. at all. <laughs> Which is why I like halfway like <laughs> laugh through all these. I'm like, <laughs> like halfway laughing, but it's like, no, it's because I just don't like it. Yeah. But it needs to happen. So you talked about leaving. Are you thinking about leaving mm. for Nashville again? I, I know do, the answer yeah. to this. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> it is, it's hard. It's, well, it's not that hard this time. I just, I love my kids. I love my students so much. I want to see what they become. I want to, like, watch them grow up. The teachers at my school are so great. I I just, I want someone to come home to. I want someone to, I just need somebody. You need a dog. I've been saying that. I need a house. If I have a house. No, I have an apartment. I would take this apartment. I love the carpet. (laughs) But... Where would I? I mean, he needs to be out, put out. I yeah, leave for work at six. I leave for work at six. Oh my gosh! Like, yes, let's just... please let us share what time oh. your work starts. It starts at six forty-five. There at six forty-five. I have never ever. It's the worst. Seen a school that starts at six forty-five. Like, what, what is this? Like the kids have to wake up so early. It's dark outside. It the parents dark. are like half it asleep rolling in. It's it's dangerous. <laughs> Oh yeah, how are you on that? Ridiculous. And so oh I don't I don't really have a life because when I get home, I just want to go to sleep. It's really hard to keep up with people yeah. like you and others because I'm just so tired and I, I feel bad. Like I don't feel like a good friend because I'm just exhausted all the time. Yeah, but we totally understand that. But I I'm ready. I'm ready to go and live in Nashville with my sister. I went there last week for spring break and actually she's living right now with one of my best friends who I've known since like kindergarten and so she's actually living in Nashville too which is like a crazy that is a crazy coincidence and then they have another roommate who I've already just call I just call her my BFF because you know I'm just getting ready (laughs) you already like the foundation for sorry guys this is what's gonna happen (laughs) I am quiet I am just naturally quiet but also, I'm really obnoxiously loud. Like, I'm so loud. And I'm also hilarious. I'm that with my students. Like, if you... I got a letter the other day, and they're like, you're so funny, you're a comedian. I'm like, finally! You guys get it! <laughs> but when when I moved here, you have to put, like, guards up. Like, you yeah. have to protect yourself. Like, I mean, I think I just put too many walls up. And I haven't really let them down 
yeah for most people and when i was there i was loud i was annoying and i'm like sorry guys this is what you're gonna be dealing with and i was just thinking like when i have a hard day you know when i've taught two-step problems 500 times and they still fail the test i can just come home and they'll just go get me the vegan what nacho cheese that nashville has decided to sell (laughs) and we'll get some chips and we'll watch the Uh, office probably or ellen or ellen ellen (laughs) and it'll just be beautiful and then my sister will come and we'll just make each other laugh and it'll just be beautiful oh my gosh i want that for you so bad i mean selfishly i'm gonna miss you everyone you will have a place miss you. to stay in nashville yeah that's go true to all your favorite nashville spots well it's honestly though i'm not far behind you in leaving no. though too so i mean if we're being real like we came you came, we came you came in a little early leave. you're leaving early and i'm just gonna follow right behind like where you go i'll go your god will be my god <laughs> crazy how our stories have lined up yeah it is it is really crazy honestly so you're looking for a job in nashville and if anyone is hiring and they don't need english language certification (laughs) you will get that but yeah but yeah hire her she is like grade a amazing teacher seriously like please I'm like, we will, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always praying about that, but I'm going to like pick it up, but not especially since, like, well, I mean, like, I want you to be happy. And I totally understand that about putting up walls. There's different people that bring out things in you that are not the same as what other people bring out. And your sister is your gal pal. I mean, she's got your six, so you need to be around her. Yes. You know, I almost forgot to mention, speaking of Nashville, is that this past summer, you and I actually drove to Nashville. We like, did. you drove me to Nashville, and I was a Nashville newbie, and it was so much fun. We had Frothy Monkey and Franklin, and then I met up with my mom, yes. and you oh my gosh, that is a memory that I will else. forever hold on to. Like, that was so cool, and I totally can see why you love Nashville. Mm-hmm. It is a special city. Like, it's a sparkling city, for sure. It's just, it has vegan cheese. What more could you want? Yeah. It has gluten-free, dairy-free, baked goods. Oh, they, they kind of have some country music there, too, Sarah. Like, <laughs> they really? <laughs> There's kind of some famous people who live there. No. Is that what it's known for? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I just go there for the vegan V and the, <laughs> the almonds, gluten-free, dairy-free, muffins like that's why i go other people don't do that <laughs> speaking of which you're gonna go see taylor swift this i am in nashville in nashville you and six other girls uh me and five other people i don't know who's gonna go with us at the moment i know my sister's gonna be there and i don't remember who else has the other tickets i think i own all of them at the moment yeah you bought so them in bulk right i bought them in bulk so i'm just gonna spread out yeah, so if someone doesn't show up, I can, can come. I can come. On the way home from Nashville, we listened <laughs> to the, the entire thing. 1989 album, which we then started talking about how much, like, you love Taylor Swift. I love her. I love her so much. So, can we just talk Swizzy for a second? What <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about? A delicate video. It's my favorite. It's, you said you didn't like it, right? I, you are, not, you are okay, on the fence. Okay. I watched the delicate video yes. and I immediately texted you and was like, why? why? This is she, so stupid. And then I watched an interview with her and she was like, it's complete satire. Like, do you think I'm being serious? You know, like with some of the stuff that I do, like when I rap, she's like, some people are like, oh my gosh, like, why is she doing that? And it's like, that's why I'm doing it is because it's, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And so then I understood it. 
and I had more respect. She still, honestly, danced better than what I ever could do. <laughs> I just love, like, the whole, like, the whole video is just her, like, just letting go and just being free. And I'm just like, I'm all about that. I just love to dance, and I don't care who's watching. Well, actually, you're really good, though. It's not my first Zumba class. That's why. I'm I'm saying you're a very good dancer. That's oh, all I'm saying. Thank you so much. It's true. I watch, like, dance videos on YouTube, and, like, it's my... I really want to also go to, like, a real dance class, like, a legit one. Like, what class would you take? Like, a hip-hop class. But, like, a... I can't really that explain dream it. can it's happen. Just, like, there's I know, I don't know, like, where one is. And then, also, I'm not that good. Like, I try to follow the YouTube, and it's just embarrassing. <laughs> but I'm okay. more... I'm better, better than person. what you probably I'm think. better yeah. person. Yeah, because then they can actually go over and be like, hey, That's wrong. move your hip Stop this doing way. that. <laughs> move your arm this way instead yeah. of you just, like, trying to fix it yourself. You should do that. You should totally look into I that. Want. What if I'm, like, the next great dancer? I could be, like, what's it so you can think you can dance? I could just, like, doing some leaps all over the place. See, and anymore, you don't even have to be that great of a dancer. You just have to have one signature move. Like, the backpack kit <laughs> from oh Katy Perry. <laughs> that is everywhere. See? I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't, I've tried to do that. I don't know how. I've tried to do it, too. I, <laughs> I have attempted so many times how how do they all, get there all of the kids in your class do they, they do it, they do they it. Do all it. the elementary the kids do is like swoop i don't know what that is yeah i heard about that too and i, I actually listened from. to the video kids listen to that all the time really oh yeah well, horrible. yeah that's interesting but uh the, yeah the swoop video is I've basically looks like you're like hammering something with I'm your fist it. And then you kick your foot at the same time. <laughs> I'm like such an old lady. But if, <laughs> look I mean, at those kids down there. Look at they the kids okay? like, they're, they're like moving their fists forward. But, um, <laughs> but it's fun. That's but so funny that we both have privately tried to do both of those dances. <laughs> you have to. You have to keep up with the kids these days. We don't want to be I know, old ladies. I know. It's so sweet. Why are you moving your leg like that? <laughs> Did you ever whip a nene? I do whip a nene. We do that all the time. I, like, just now learned the whip and Are you kidding me? I knew the basic steps. you know how to steps. hit the quan? I knew. I, I've heard of that. I don't know how to hit the quan. Is that part of the dance? No, that's a different dance. You so, have to show me that for, later. <laughs> to get my kids pumped up for the FSA last year, we made songs to the whip and nene and to hit the quan. Watch me flip and go back to the text. Oh, my gosh. And then for math, it's walk into math, and you know that I'll be checking. Pencil sharpen, and you know that I am ready. Hey, 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 time for the FSA, yay. <laughs> they, it works. It does it work. Works. Music works it's for kids. It works so much. We were working on two set problems this week, and they did not understand. Like, if you have the total, you can't get bigger than the total. So I'm like, you guys, you can't get bigger than the total. And so I'm like, we need a song for this. And they're like... Can't get bigger than the total. No. Can't get bigger than the total. No. no. Can't get bigger than the total. No. You can't do it at all. It's just like. Oh my gosh. It's like, so good. We have songs for everything. Like screw being a pop star. You can be a pop star in elementary school. I like am. there's like those kids. You are their hero. If you can do anything <laughs> remotely. If you just are. If you're just willing to make a fool out of yourself. Like, oh yes. You have their attention right away. Yep. Like I just mentioned like throwing up and they're like what? What are you talking about? And I'm like What? Yeah. Yeah, I totally I totally understand what you're talking about. Like I joke with Chris that I'm like, you know my job is like a professional dancer. <laughs> Cuz it's like you you do you make you like you have to dance it's all the a time. Professional actor. Yeah, that's true. You are You a do whatever actor, role yeah. you're 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 paid to do that day. One day you're paid to be the dancer, next day you're paid to be the singer. Cheerleader. Cheerleader whatever. 
We are actresses. It is and true. We need Oscars. Don't get enough credit for it at all. <laughs> you have to do it because you love it. If you do it for the credit, you're not going to last very long at all. Did you always know you wanted to be a teacher? No. What did you want to be growing up? I want to be a writer. Well, no. When I was younger, I wanted to be a singer. And then probably a teacher for a little bit. And then it was, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. And then a writer. Came full circle. So teacher has always been in there. It was in there. It was. But I really didn't want to do it at all because it's what um, I felt like I was supposed to do. And I hate doing what I was supposed to do. Like, supposed to do meaning like... World standards or God standards? Um, probably world standards. I started volunteering in my church really early, like seventh grade, and then that turned into a job. And so I started teaching when I was fifteen. I was teaching um, two and three year olds, and I taught them for like six years. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Not really. Um, and so I would already, I had already done it for so long, and so I'm just like, I've already did this. Supposed to do something else, but no, I'm not. I'm just supposed to do that. It's ingrained in you. It really is a calling. This. So, at the end of each podcast, I always ask this question, and is where is God still with you? Oh, I mean, he's he's just he's just here. He's here. He's here in this apartment that I I hated for so long. He's here in this town. He's here with me wherever I'm going to go next. Yeah. And whatever comes next, whatever happiness comes next, whatever sadness, he's just he's just here. And it's it's really great. Yeah. I especially do feel him though in this apartment because we have had so many good memories sitting here like at the table where we serve our snacks on each Monday night. <laughs> you know? But just in this place. We have yeah. such a great group I, of girls. Yeah. You've done such a great job leading. You're the co leader though. I don't lead anything. You provide the shelter. <laughs> I do. Often the I snacks. provide the carpet. The carpet. You provide like the T V <laughs> that we watch everything on. And yeah, I mean like you say he's here, but he's like he's within you. So I mean like that is like it, it wouldn't be how it is if you weren't so welcoming for him. And I, um, just so that we have it even on recording, like, I just want to thank you so much for being a good friend, for mm-hmm. being a great, like, co-leader in the group, for being an advocate for these kids, for education in general, um, being a great Christian, giving back to the community, like, the list goes on, and this podcast has been long overdue. Like, I'm, I mean, I believe in God's timing, but it is, like, it's about time. Your name yeah. has been mentioned on here, like, so many times for not being a guest. Like, so I'm so, so glad. And, you know, it's not like the city. It's going to be wherever the people are that need you the most. Because you definitely, like, were needed at Oakcrest. You're needed in Pensacola. And Nashville or not, you're going to be needed somewhere else. So just thank you for being so willing to sit down and share some of your story. And I'm just loving that I get to witness what happens next. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You're going to have to come on again. And so we can stop just tagging your name on. (laughs) You have to come back and we'll have to do updates too on everything. Do one in Nashville. Yes. Oh my gosh. Podcasting in Nashville. That would be the dream. Then I'd officially be like Annie. (laughs) 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 All right. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) 
This past weekend, I went kayaking with Sarah and a few of my other friends. And while we were on the water, there was a group of dolphins who got really close to our boats. And they were just putting on this little show for us. They were so close that we could even hear the little puffs of air of them breathing as they would rise to the surface. This was such a cool little gift to all of us and Sarah as she spent her last weekend in Pensacola. Over and over in my head, I just keep thinking about how she was talking about how can we really trust in God if we don't do anything to place ourselves in a situation where we can trust him that's just been looping in my head and it's really like pushing me and encouraging me to know that God wants us to do things that build us into this braver version of ourselves and we cannot fail because he is within us I'm so thankful that she was able to speak into my life I hope that you found some encouragement from her as well I am really gonna miss her and her apartment and hanging out she is such a gift I just want to thank her for all that she's done and all that she's doing with her life and for the kingdom Pensacola will definitely miss you Miss Sarah Tarango Tarango <laughs> as for the rest of you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of Still With You as always the beautiful music coming at you right now is from my sweet friend Christy Masing who by the way guys has a drink on the secret Starbucks menu that will change your beverage game seriously connect with her to ask her or I I mean I guess you could message me I've shared the recipe for the drink like two or three times seriously it is so good and also go check out her music that's pretty awesome too (laughs) if you need to connect with me with anything i am at coley browning that's k-o-h-l-i-e and browning like the rifle on instagram or you can check out my website that's just coleybrowning.com please let me know what is going on with you this summer if you need anything i would be more than willing to help i'm still praying over all my girls tori osborne elise paul everybody who is going on mission this summer oh annette todd of course and so you guys are all in my prayers. I pray over my map every day. Rachel Shinnick, of course. I'm thinking of other names of people. Thank you so much for your support. And as always, please go into this world and be bold, be brave, and be you. And remember that Jesus, he really is. He is still with you. Oh, yeah.